Welcome to an enlightened hour of interactive talk. This is Guided Spirit Conversations with host Marla Goldberg. In this program, we spotlight guests from all over the globe who have helped others change their lives and will provide you with the tips, tools, and techniques that you need to help you make a difference in your own life. Now, here is Marla Goldberg. Hello, everyone. Happy Thursday. Welcome to Guided Spirit Conversations. I'm your host, Marla Goldberg, and I am so excited to have a conversation with Dr. Emil Faith. Dr. Faith is an internationally recognized medical intuitive author, speaker, and sensitive person guru, employing his intuitive diagnostic skills and receiving cues from spirit. Dr. Emil has helped thousands of people across the globe solve some of the most complicated and mysterious health dilemmas. He has a special affinity for working with the highly empathic, ultra-sensitive people of the planet, which we have now renamed White Sheeps of Light. Right. <laughs> and so, um, Dr. Emil earned his doctorate in pharmacy from the University of Southern California and is recognized as one of the top experts in natural medicine and medical intuition. He has appeared on countless radio and television programs and is the author of several self-help books, including the best-selling book, You Are Sensitive, which is now out at, in his second edition. And he maintains a private practice and holistic, in holistic healing and medical intuition. Welcome, Dr. Emil. Thank you so much, Marla. It's a pleasure to be on with you this morning. I'm so happy that you're here. I know we've tried a few times and we've had to rearrange and reschedule, but we're finally together and I'm so grateful. Well, let's talk about how your beginnings, because you know people don't know the, how how sensitive they are, and they go through life and they're challenged, and they they don't understand why life is just so challenging for them, and they feel things that people nobody else seems to feel. Right. How did you come upon your path? Exactly as you said, that was my life in the uh, in the sixties, growing up in the sixties, and now my mood was all over the place. I had anxiety issues. I felt weird around certain people. I would feel their energies. I would take that on. My parents who had had, you know, terrible, terrible upbringings uh, due to the war and so forth. I took all that in and grew up with that under that umbrella. And I don't, I didn't realize the damage and the trauma that that was causing. So I'd feel everybody's everything. And I was like, what's going on here? I need help. But there was no help in the 60s. You didn't Google ultra sensitive empath help. I mean, it wasn't even Google. Google. <laughs> you know, my folks took me to all the doctors. I got all the blood tests. I did all the stuff that traditional medicine was about. I said, no, you're normal. You're fine. I said, I'm not fine. Something's <laughs> not fine here. So what is it? And then, you know, it kind of worked its way as I grew into my career in natural medicine. And that's its own story. I began to sit with people and, and work with them and realize, hey, there's a whole population of me out there that just seem to be wired differently. We're genetically coded differently. We're not better or superior, but we are different. And we see the world, feel the world in ways that most people just don't. And it makes a big difference. It makes a huge difference. And it's funny, I just posted something the other day where uh, somebody back when I was in eighth grade called me eccentric. And, <laughs> and you know, at the time I was like, eccentric and I thought of it as an insult but today I look at it as a great compliment because I now own who I am which is different I hear a different drummer just like you exactly and you know people the, there was no word you know, they would say oh you're so sensitive quit war don't don't think about that don't right. feel, go out and have fun 
Like what fun? I mean, there isn't all you were trying to make it through a day. Fun? Where's fun? You know? <laughs> it's so true. I'm so I'm I so I'm on the same play, you know, page road path that you were on with that. So then when you talk about being an ultra sensitive empath, so let's talk let's define that. So people who don't know what that means get an idea. First of all. Over, you know, working with these individuals, myself, people like myself and yourself for, you know, over 30 years, uh, we, we are wired, we, like I said, we're coded, we're wired differently. We feel everybody's everything. We feel the energies of everything. We're affected positively and negatively by the energies of other people. They're our worst enemy in many cases. I mean, you hang around negative people, you get negative. You go into a room full of strangers, you feel lost and alone and afraid and angry and, and depressed and this whole issue with anxiety and depression and insomnia, and so many people rush to their, you know, their doctors to find help, when in fact what they are are uh, ultra-sensitive empaths, and most people don't realize that they are. There are many people out there, Marla, who have, are so sensitive, they literally can't leave the house. They don't leave. They don't talk about this. There is no one to talk about this with because you talked about it to your, maybe your parents or your siblings or friends. They would think you're nuts. They'd lock you up, say you have a problem. <laughs> we, we're going to, we're going, you're, you're, out, you're, you're out of the picture. Sorry, uh, we don't know you. We disown you. Um, so it goes on and on. But it's about being wired to feel. We're actually coded. Here's a, here's a secret that I've learned over the years. We're coded to help others. That's the, we don't know why. We just got to be there. We got to rescue people. We got to fix people. We got to heal people. And there's not a darn thing you're going to do to change that. I'm sorry. You can try and change it. It's really a matter of where you're going to place that energy. You can't run and hide. There is nowhere to go. Right. And here's the thing. You can help people, but there are some people that it just bounces right off of because they're not ready for your insights. Correct. They're not awakened. They're not there yet. They're not supposed to be. Don't blame them. You're not them. They're not you. You're doing you. And there's nothing wrong with you. If I, if I impart one big thing to the ultra sensitive empaths out there that are listening, it means you're an ultra sensitive empath. You feel everything. Please know this. Aside from making sure you're generally healthy, there's not a dang thing wrong with you. All of these symptoms you have are a result of your ultra-sensitive and empathic nature. It's a beautiful thing, but it can be a double-edged sword. It can be a painful thing. Many say, hey, I don't want to do this. Thank you, though. You know, but sorry. It's what you are. It's who you are. And it's a gift. He'll go, yeah, what? A gift? Yes, it's a gift if you figure out what you're supposed to do with it. Well, like I, I say all the time, everything that we experience, positive and negative, is an opportunity for growth, lessons, or receiving gifts, or a combination. Because everything that that comes to us is one of those things. And if you look at it in that way, instead of being uh, punished, or why am I burdened with this, or why am I plagued with this, it's really not any of those things. It's very positive. It's just, you just need to learn. It's like using a utensil. You just need to learn how to use it properly. Exactly. And people go, oh, they worry. Oh, my God, what's, what, what, what's wrong with me? There's something wrong with me. That, but the doctors can't find it. They say it's, it's all in my head. Yeah, it is. But that's a gift in your head. It's a gift in your body. Uh, you know, and again, it's not about being superior. It's about being different, coded to help, feeling everything and everybody, not just inanimate objects, but even in inanimate objects like mirrors and antiques. We feel the energies past, present, future. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And there are ways to clear it. There are ways to clear other people's energies off, but that's a different podcast. <laughs> but let me go back to you. You were an ultra-sensitive, empathic person. How did that lead to becoming a medical intuitive? I knew you went to pharmacy school. You became a pharmacist. And I knew that day that I graduated uh, in the 80s, early 80s, I said, this is not going to be your traditional fair pharmacy thing. I knew it. I mean, we have, we tend to have pretty good insight. I did. I didn't realize how good. But then I went on to uh, become very interested in vitamins and herbs first. So in the pharmacy field, and then people come up and say, isn't that a conflict of interest? You're doing prescriptions, but you're doing vitamins and minerals. What, what's the deal here? And I said, no, no, because what I was discovering, Marla, is that people would come in and hand me three or four new prescriptions, half of those to treat the side effects of the first six they're already taking. And these people weren't getting better. They weren't getting better. And I said, there's something wrong. Something is seriously wrong here. We are missing something. We, are, we have missed something. And so that basically parlayed itself into a, a chain of health food stores. And then people would come up to me and say, hey, you're a pharmacist. This is a pharmacist-owned health food store. What can I take naturally instead of this, instead of that? And then from there, it led to being knee-to-knee with a lot of folks and starting a private practice, and that parlayed itself into going, hey, I'm sitting with you, but I'm feeling this about you. And I would begin to feel changes in their bodies and nutritional deficiencies, which are a big deal, um, and more. And so that's how it started. Which is, which is so interesting because I had a homeopath who is now transitioned, but I remember reading her about her, and she said – that she was emergency room doctor and all they kept wanting to do is deal with the symptoms, but they didn't want to deal with the person. And you're coming into it as let's deal with the person, what's going on with you through whatever holistic ways you can, and then deal with the symptoms. But the symptoms would most likely go away. Do you agree? Yes. I mean, symptoms don't necessarily go away, but stuffing them back in with prescription medicines. And by the way, I'm not bashing the industry. Just saying that in many cases, we're not curing anything. We're merely, merely suppressing the symptoms and actually stifling them and creating more problems over time if we're not very careful. So for me, it's about getting to the underlying causes of the symptoms, which are typically nutritional deficiencies, nutrient deficiencies, uh, microbial infections that are not being picked up on and several other things, a lot, of, a lot of environmental toxicities and the world is a toxic place. So once we get those you know, managed, people feel better. So yes, that's exactly correct what you're saying. Perfect, thank you. Um, I wanted to ask you about your book. It's a second edition. So it's the book I just said, You Are Sensitive. What is, what is it about one, how did you up, upgrade it or update it? Well, you know, as a, they're about, the two books are published seven years apart. So in that seven-year period, I began to realize there were some things I didn't quite have a full grasp on. I knew that I was dealing with a unique set of the population, which, by the way, Marla, this is very interesting, and I do want to bring it up. People ask me what, and when I do my seminars and workshops, what, po- what percentage of the general population is ultra-sensitive? And I tell them what I, what I feel to be true, and I stand by that, at least 70% of the population and at least more than half, maybe 80% of those have no clue that they are. Okay, so that said, um, what was the original question? I forget. Exciting. Oh, <laughs> well, I was talking about the difference in the book between those seven years, like the upgraded, you know, what are people going to be able to read about, um, you know, like sometimes you have a book and it gives you a test to tell you how sensitive you might be or how psychic you might be. How does it lead your, your readers? 
that was the, that was the big impetus. As I, I say, seven year period, I spent more time realizing there were some other things that were beginning to evolve and become known to me. And I had to expand my, my understanding of it and I expanded the chapters. I added a sensitive, a you are sensitive or sensitivity test into the book. So you can go through and rate yourself based on 50 different criteria to see exactly how sensitive you are according to the Dr. Faith, Dr. Emil scale. So that that's in there. And I basically expanded the, uh, the uh, the scope of the remedies and how to fix yourself naturally. I have a whole half of the book. The last half is about picking the, the classic ultra-sensitive empath health conditions and telling you how to manage those naturally. So I expanded those. Well, which is my next question because ultra-sensitive people tend to face the health challenges and life challenges. Can we talk about some of the most common and what people can do in a quick brushstroke kind of a way since we only have an hour? Sure. <laughs> I mean, as we talked about earlier, uh, one of the big things for me is the underlying uh, nutrient deficiency So, uh, and, and underlying infections. The biggest nemesis for me on the planet right now for most people, and especially for ultra-sensitive empaths who have sensitive auras, and it doesn't take much for ultra-sensitive individuals to be thrown off balance. So the number one thing I'm looking for are hidden microbial infections. Number one is candida. Mm-hmm overgrowth of yeast we all have some and when it's in control all is well when it's not all is hell is how i'd like to say it and i'll tell you that the the overabundance or the overgrowth of that yeast in our gut can create the most dramatic symptoms known 150 chronic health conditions linked to candida uh, anxiety depression bipolar uh, insomnia um, panic attacks this is classic untreated overgrowth of yeast Ditto for mold. Most people are not looking for mold exposure. Many of us have had it. And right. don't realize we've had it as a young child or any time in our life. Lime. Lime is a big deal. Now, I'm not a lime specialist, but I know how to manage it naturally. And so taking care of these microbial infections that easily change the way we feel emotionally, physically, mentally, psychologically, spiritually is a big deal. Candida is a big deal. Let's talk about candida since that was like the, the big first one that you talked about. Now, sugar does tend to feed it. What else feeds it? Alcohol, I would assume, breads. It's some of the healthier things like some fruits. Fruits are healthy, but they're sugar. They're natural sugar. And it doesn't mean you shouldn't have some. It's about a balance in the diet. So balancing the diet out, easing up on alcohol, staying away from the simple carbohydrates, the pastries, the sodas, zero sodas, I hate to say. I used to drink sodas all the time until I learned that uh, I was not feeling well with those. So taking the sweets out, and there's a candida, there are plenty of candida diet plans online. You can look at those, and I have one that I use in the practice. But yeah, managing that, focusing on protein, because Marla, most ultra-sensitive empaths are malnourished. Let's be clear about that. And because they are malnourished, we, we don't have the horsepower or the stamina, physical, emotional, spiritual, mental, to get on with our lives and do this ultra-sensitive work. Most of us, a lot of them can't get out of bed. They have chronic fatigue. That's a classic ultra-sensitive. I have that. Chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, same condition. And that's usually due to Epstein-Barr viruses, which most all of us had in our day and in, even in this day, you know, having the kissing disease, mononucleosis, mono. <laughs> that's a big deal. This, this kind of stuff nails ultra-sensitive empaths much more than those who have a stout uh, constitution. So uh, dealing with those microbial infections is key. It doesn't take long. It takes several weeks to months to clear that. But getting those managed and then managing the underlying nutritional deficiencies caused by candida overgrowth in the gut 
which is causes leaky gut, which then causes malnourishment because nothing's be, not everything's being utilized in the body correctly, and you become it's a downward spiral until we get to the point where you're literally not getting out of bed. I have many get out of bed when we start, and then are doing just fine in a short period of time. Yeah, I I was one of those people, and I'm an ultra sensitive, and I slept for two years and. But here I am today to say, yes, it can be turned around. So it, it's not a life sentence if you find yourself in that position. So we only have just a very short period of time before we go on break. But the ch- uh, no, I'm going to get to that chapter afterwards. How do you detect what's going on in the body? Is- uh, everybody has their own way. The answer is I don't know what the hell I'm doing. But I just know that when I sit with somebody, all of a sudden, I feel things. I feel the blocks. I feel the energies. I'm noticing their deficiencies in, you know, low in iodine, which is a classic one. Again, leaky gut causing these classic nutrient deficiencies. Iodine is one of the most important. The B12, one of the other most important. Uh, the magnesium, potassium levels. So I look in and I feel those. And I see, feel, hear, and touch. Everybody does their own, I don't, you know, I feel. Wait. So that's how I do it. That's great. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry? It really is. I don't know how I do it, but it's done. So That's why you're the intuitive, you know, because you, you go into the energies, and each energy is different, and it gives you different information. Energy reading, indeed. Exactly. We'll be right back. We're going to take a short break, and then we'll be back with Dr. Emil Faith with more conversation about sensitivity, being an ultra-sensitive ultra empath, and his book, You Are Sensitive. Stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you find that your journey to loving yourself is taking a f***ing long time? Here's your shortcut. Read Marla Goldberg's book, My F***ing Long Journey to Loving Myself, A Guide to a Shorter Path to Learn to Live a More Self-Loving Life. Order on Amazon or MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. Have you ever wanted to scream, but you couldn't because of all the people who might hear you? Now, we have your answer. The original Scream Pillow. It can be used at work, the bathroom, in the closet, or anywhere you want to scream and not have everyone know what you're screaming about. Order yours today at MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello, everyone. Thank you for sticking around. If you're just tuning in, I am talking to Dr. Emil Faith, medical intuitive, author, speaker, and sensitive person guru. His book, You Are Sensitive, is in its second edition, and we're talking about that amongst other things that relate to the ultra-sensitive individual. So welcome back, Emil. 
Thank you so much. Thank you so very much. It's great to be here. And uh, we're covering so much information. There's so much great information that will help so many people. We were talking about your first job. Let's go to that real quick and and how you found out about what we were talking about sugar and you were talking about your first job. So let's delve in. You're right on with it. It's really about diet. You know, diet is a big part of it. It's not the only thing, but it is a big thing, especially for ultra-sensitive empaths with sensitive auras and organs, glands, etc. So my mom worked at McDonald's. And, and she had a job and she loved it. And I turned 15 and I'm eligible to have a job. She said, Why don't you come on hire you? will have them hire you on. You'll be, you'll be the guy. You'll, you'll work. You'll learn. You'll make, you know. So I did that. And at first, you know, I worked there for about six months. The first uh, three, four weeks, everything was beautiful. They had uh, contests to, to work the front counter. I don't know if you remember the 1960s, 70s. McDonald's was one of my early jobs, too. <laughs> Oh, right. They didn't have they had a walk-up window, and I got to work. I was the best window taker. I'd win all the contests for window takers. I was fast. I didn't like doing the food and the shakes, but I did that really well. Everything was just fine for the first month or so. Then after that, all of a sudden, I literally blew up. I could not function. I was exhausted. I couldn't stand. I was foggy-headed. I had stomach problems. I had palpitations. By the way, palpitations are a big deal. Candida caused, likely. But looking back at that, that whole thing set me down for two solid weeks I was in bed. My parents didn't know what to do with me. Fortunately, we didn't go to the hospital, but I laid in bed and and two weeks later I woke up, essentially. But after I woke up, I was a different person. Because we got to eat whatever we wanted at the restaurant. No, for 10 cents an hour, I made a buck 35 an hour. For 10 cents an hour deduction, you could eat all you wanted. And we did. I ate everything to the max besides putting on 20 pounds. But then I this happened. Metabolics got screwed up and it wasn't just blood sugars. It was some kind of blow up, either Lyme looking back or definitely, definitely candida. Whatever it was, I was a mess afterwards. And then you were telling me though about the, the job with your father and your brother, because that, that's another example of yeah, what people the, do. I had a business. Dad would say, go down to the Winchell's donut shop, pick up a dozen donuts. You and your brother and I will have that for breakfast and then we'll wash it down with a liter of Coca-Cola. And that's what we did for months, maybe a year. And when you're younger, you have a little more stamina. But if I were to even look at that right now, I would collapse. Most ultra-sensitive people would go, OMG. And these days, I have a little bit of sweets, but I know when I've had a little cookie because then I'm, I'm, I'm out. I am out. But the other thing about the McDonald's, McDonald's issue, and generally speaking out there in public, is that the energy of all of those people coming to the window and exchanging energy with me Right there, face to face. Hell, I didn't know what that was. What did, first, I, what did I know? Sorry. What did I know about energy at that point? I was I'm, I'm 15 years old, but I look back and I realize I was blown up by the energies of other people as well. And what people don't know, and this happens for massage therapists or any body worker, is that when you're handing somebody your their bag of food and their beverage, you are literally going into their energy field. So if you're an ultra-sensitive person going into their energy field, guess what? You get to take it back. It's like a, a bonus you didn't want. So. That's exactly right. As, an, as a medical intuitive, I'm jumping right into your aura. I'm in your, in your fields. And, you know, I do, I have to clear myself. I have to be careful. I do protect myself. I do a cleansing before and after. So, yes, very true. But, you know, for those who aren't doing it for a profession, we still have the same thing happening. You go to the mall. I can't go to the mall anymore. I can't go to crowded ball games anymore. I can barely step out front and do it. When I do my talks and my seminars, you know, I I gear up for that. I psych up and really protect myself. And then I have to retreat. If you're an ultra-sensitive empath, you know exactly what I'm talking about. 
Absolutely. I, I definitely know what you're talking about. I want to move on to family. Who are these strangers? Let's, let's expound on that one. Oh, I had fun writing that. You know, it is, I mean, you gotta, gotta love them, but they're your family. So you gotta love them. Mostly you gotta love them one way or another. They're with you, but they can be your worst enemy. As we talked about at the opening of the show, we were always looked at as the strange one, the, the last man out, the loner, the stranger, the outcast, the white, what were we calling it? White. We call it white sheeps of light. <laughs> I call them black sheeps, white sheep, but I like this one, white sheep. <laughs> Because sheeps of life, there it, it's true. We are not understood. They don't get us, but we do get them because we can totally read what's going on here. But they have no clue what to do with us. And it can get really bad to the point where they disown you and tell you to leave the family, get lost, never see me again. These things are real. They really happen. It's 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 so true, and I'm so glad that you said that because it sort of confirms some things to some people that I've shared for a long, long time, and. You know, and we choose these families, we choose these situations in our pre-birth plan, and then they come to fruition, and we forget all about the fact that we chose them, and we're like, oh, my God. Hey, I'm going to redo my contract. I mean, <laughs> let's renegotiate, please. <laughs> Absolutely. So, when you, I know you just said you don't, you don't, let's change that. What does an ultra-sensitive empath look like? Uh, like that route, like anybody you would ever meet. It could be a celebrity baseball star. It could be the janitor cleaning McDonald's bathrooms. It could be a mechanic. It could be your healer or not all healers. Are, here's one for you. Not all healers are ultra sensitives, but all ultra sensitives are healers. So yes. you gotta beware. So yeah, they can be anybody anywhere. You cannot tell by looking. You can only tell by energy connection, by feeling. You will know. You need to know you'll to know when you need to be one. So that's how you know. It's that's fair enough. So let's talk about EMFs. I know we were talking about that on on the break, um, and how that affects the EMF exposure, electromagnetic field that that radiates from your television, microwave, your phones, and radios, etc. Exactly true. It's a big deal. Um, and it's getting worse because they're throwing 5G LTE pretty soon. It's going to be 20G LG, whatever they're going to GT. They're, they're, they're coming. There's nowhere to hide. Okay. So we do our best because let's face it, ultra sensitive empaths, we have very sensitive auras. Our energy field is our barrier, our, our protection. And it's being bombarded every day by the things we talked about earlier, especially the energies of other people, the energies of anything and everything. But EMF, from your, as you say, cell phone, your TV. Do not have electronics in your sleeping room. Do not. Here's a new one for you too. I don't recommend. We have a metal. We had a metal bed uh, headboard. You don't want to do that. There's wiring in your house, and if you're in an apartment, you're even more like you become an antenna. So this headboard becomes an antenna. You're sleeping on metal inner coils, and guess what's happening to you? You are being electrified. And I know so many people, probably 90% of the people who have insomnia say, yeah, I feel like I wake up in the morning and I feel like I've been electrocuted. That's because you have been. So you need to stay, try to stay clear as much as clear Wi-Fi out of your life. Stay as far away from cell towers as you can. Just know that it's ultra sensitive empaths. We are all energy and that's all energy. What do you think is going to happen when those two meet? So when, you, when you can't avoid electrical towers, uh, cell towers, and some of these other items that you've mentioned, what can somebody do to, to clear themselves, protect themselves from okay. EMFs? 
you know, clearing EMF radiation is like clearing heavy metal toxins like mercury, which is a big, big deal for a lot of us uh, from the 50s, 60s, and 70s who got plenty of that. So, yeah, it's the same thing. You want to detox it, you can do, uh, you can do a heavy metal cleanse. You can actually do capsules. Oral, I do it orally. I don't, do any, I don't recommend anything intravenously. You can do that. I don't recommend it. Oral detoxification will be fine. Uh, salt and soda baths with, mag, with Epsom salts and sea salt or ba- baking soda and sea salt, about a half a cup of each, and just soak your body for about 15, 20 minutes each night. You can get dark stones, Marla, that you can carry like tourmaline, hematite, the dark stones, you keep them on your person. I'm wearing a device that I like that works pretty well for me. It's a pendant, an energy deflecting pendant, and you can get those online. There's all kinds of them. And you don't need to spend a bunch of money on big, fancy machines. The idea is to distance yourself when you can and cleanse before, during, and after and uh, do your best. You know, there's nowhere to hide. I'm sorry. You can do your best. Make sure your nutrition is up. Make sure you're eating plenty of protein. That's going to help keep you healthy during these exposures. So do, when you're talking about the diet, is it, you know, more, is it better to be on a plant-based diet or having, you know, clean protein, meaning grass-fed beef, um, non-GMO fed chickens, et cetera, fish that are not farm-raised? That's a very good question. So, yeah, here's the thing. Focus on protein. Most every ultra-sensitive empath is malnourished. Number one, the first thing they're low in is protein. 95% of the people I work with are protein deficient. Do a protein shake. Eat more protein. If you don't, can't, for whatever reason, don't want to eat meats, you can do the vegetarian lifestyle. That's fine. But you're going to need to supplement with B12, with iron, and more protein shakes that are like pea protein, which is a hot thing right now. I like pea protein for vegetarians, even for non-vegetarians. You need your protein. So uh, the diet is everything. Be as clean as possible. Do I prefer organic? Yeah, but it's not the, for me, it's not a mandate. It's protein, nutrients, digestive enzymes to help assimilate some of these in many cases, to help your leaky gut colon and heal that up so you can actually use the nutrients to defend yourself and keep your energy, physical, emotional, spiritual energy intact and have that stamina uh, that we need to function. That's uh, such great advice, such truly great advice. I understand that there's a man in Sedona that that you have an inspiring, that something happened that's really inspiring that you'd like to share. Yeah, I'd love to share it. I mean, I've had many experiences like this ever since that one, but the first book had come out, the first edition of You Are Sensitive, and I I was doing the Sedona Psychic Fair, and I was a vendor, and I had a line of people want me to sign the book, and I came up, and this one lady came up, very nice middle-aged woman, um, and said, this is for my husband, would you mind to sign it? And I did, I signed the book, and off she went. And I had other people, I was working with them, and about 15 minutes later comes this guy, he's coming my way, he's six foot five, 300 some pounds, I'm sitting down, I'm looking up going, <laughs> holding my book at, and he's, he's doing this, and he butts right into the front of the line, and says, did you write this? I'm, I'm trying to get security or something. Call the cops. <laughs> I'm going to really, there's going to be a problem here. Tears begin to roll down his eyes. And he says to me, how did you know? How did you know about me? How did you know this? Because he was a, just the example of how do you know an ultra-sensitive empath? You don't. He's a huge guy who was just had a sensitive heart, sensitive being, extreme empath. No one understood him, apparently, until he read my book. He goes, my God. And this is a big deal for me as a male. And, of course, I love males and females. I'm, I'm equigender, but in terms of, you know, healing people. But 
it's important to know that there are many ultra-sensitive men out there and they don't talk about this. They just kill themselves. I'm sorry, this is what's happening. The suicide rate from ultra-sensitive men versus women is, three, is four to one, men, because they're not talking. So you talk to these men. If you have a man you love and he's despondent and not getting around and feeling low, useless, non-productive, non-confident, connect with that individual. They need and you. Is, isn't there a way of killing yourself without actually killing yourself? Yeah. Let's I mean, talk about that briefly so people understand what that means. Uh, from my it's, perspective, I like what you're saying. I'm not sure we're on the same exact page, but we're really close. Here's the thing. If you continue to stifle your emotions... If you don't release your creativity, express yourself in every way, physically, emotionally, spiritually, sexually, in every possible way, if you hold on to it, whatever you hold on to will make you sick, okay? So you've got to get rid of it. That means crying. That means emoting. That means talking to people. That means going to get counseling if you need it. That means calling people like myself or, or perhaps other healers or yourself or a family member. Reach out and speak, okay? Because there are millions of us out here going, I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. And I don't, there's no, I have seen no future. Of course you don't because you're wired differently. And there is a way to fix this. It is fixable. Commune with others, speak, express, and quit stifling. And, but wouldn't you also say alcohol, food, you know, overdoing alcohol, overdoing food, that's another form of killing yourself without actually taking your life? But I mean, not so for me, that's almost a, a subconscious intentional thing. It's like, I don't give a toot. I'm going to go ahead and have that. All I want to alcohol, I'm become an alcoholic. I may become a drug addict. I may become put on pounds because I need protection. So I'm going to start putting on weight. I'll eat whatever. I don't care what I eat. I don't care how I feel. So yes, intentionally killing yourselves all the time. People are doing it. Uh, let me help you with that. Or let someone out there help you with it. There is a hope. There is, this is not the time to give up. We're here at this time as ultra-sensitive empaths for a very specific reason. Nothing is by accident. Everything is perfect. You are here at the right time, and you are perfect, beautiful, and worthy. You are worthy. Oh, I love that. That's such a great and powerful message for everybody to hear and take in because you are worthy. Every single person on this earth, no matter how wounded they are, they're worthy individuals, and they're worthy to be seen, heard, and to have compassion extended to them. I think that's something that's missing by many people, that there's a lack of compassion for somebody being different or somebody having an issue that they don't understand. Especially now. Yeah. I so agree with you. Um, what are some of the most common organ imbalances that you detect in the clients? Um, that's a real good question. Uh, some of the most common, number one, is thyroid malfunction. Most people are hypo-thyroid, hypo, even if you're taking prescription medications. Now, I'm not offending anybody who prescribes them. I'm just telling you that when I check them, whether they're on prescription thyroid medications or not, they are hypothyroid. Candida, the next number one problem. Uh, other issues uh, are EMF overload and Lyme. Those are other issues that I'm looking at. But typically, it's liver, adrenal, thyroid. Those are the three. That's the magic trio of how if you're not feeling well and you have no energy, those are the ones that need help. And most everybody has issues with liver, which is overloaded from physical, emotional, spiritual, energetic stress. All our emotions are held in the liver and the gallbladder, most all of them. And so that your liver is needing help, crying for help. Your adrenal glands, which sit right on top of the kidneys, those are usually depleted significantly. Again, we have no physical, emotional stamina. And of course, the thyroid, as we discussed. 
Hormones for women, I'd say 80% of the hormone, women's uh, hormones, when I work with them, they're way out of balance. And fixing that can, can be a quick fix. All of a sudden, they perk up and their mood improves, their energy improves. So these, these, all these organ systems work together. When we find the ones that are out of balance, things get better. I can keep you very busy. I know many people who are dealing with these issues. Let's talk offline. Anyway, stay tuned. We'll be back. We're going to take another quick break with Dr. Emil Faith. And in the meantime, check out HealingWizards.com. Dr. Emil's website to see how he can help you. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Do you find that your journey to loving yourself is taking a fucking long time? Here's your shortcut. Read Marla Goldberg's book, My Fucking Long Journey to Loving Myself, A Guide to a Shorter Path to Learn to Live a More Self-Loving Life. Order on Amazon or MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. Have you ever wanted to scream, but you couldn't because of all the people who might hear you? Now, we have your answer. The original Scream Pillow. It can be used at work, the bathroom, in the closet, or anywhere you want to scream and not have everyone know what you're screaming about. Order yours today at MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello, everyone. Thank you for sticking around. If you've just tuned in, I am talking to Dr. Emil Faith, medical intuitive, speaker, author, and sensitive person guru. He is the author of You Are Sensitive, and it's now in its second edition, as well as Hormone Lies. And we're having this amazingly scintillating conversation. Before I bring him back, check out healingwizards.com, which is his website. See how he can work with you because what we're talking about is something that is so millions of people have the issues that we're talking about that he can help you with. So welcome, Dr. Emil. And I'm so good. I'm loving our conversation. It is charity shout out time. So we're going to take a couple minutes to talk about your charity and talk about what it's about and how people can help. And I love the name of it. Watermelon Mountain Ranch Animal Center in New Mexico or WMRANCH.org. Yes, lovely. Well, talk about the ultimate ultra-sensitive empath. It's your pets. Our dogs, our cats, our animals, they are so connected. And we, don't, we take it for granted, but they feel everything about you. They react to you without just in magical ways. It's just, and you know, we've been there. We love them. So. It's so true. And, and, and all I'm going to add to what you're just saying, and that these animals 
that, that are impasse, they pick up your stress. They pick up when you're hurting, when you're angry. So make sure you're doing something kind for them, your household pets, because even your horses, or if you have goats, because they're, yeah. They, and dolphins. I mean, if you're in the water, all the water animals, because they do pick things up and they do try to pull them out of you and like take them away from you so that you don't have to deal with them. So yeah, they in, are the true healers. They heal us. We, they, we, yeah. they rescue us. We don't rescue them. And so Watermelon Mountain Ranch Animal Center is a center to... Uh, just to, to there's a snow, it's a no-kill area. So if you need, uh, I don't know that well. I've just had some interaction with them. They're well regarded. They take care. If you need your pet managed in some way, or you need help placing them, take them there. There's no, it's a no-kill location, and it's a beautiful place. Love those no-kill centers. I'm so grateful for them because some amazing, beautiful beings are put down for no reason whatsoever. It hurts my heart to think about it. It, I'm agreeing with you. It does. So on the break, we were talking about hypoglycemia and how it affects people and where this works with the sensitive person. Yeah, back to the candida conundrum, which I call a candida conundrum. You have candida, you have hypoglycemia. You have candida, you have a sinus infection. If you have candida, you have a urinary tract infection. If a, you have a sinus infection, urinary tract infection, or hypoglycemia, and you know what that is, hypoglycemia. It's like the old Snickers commercial, isn't that old? You're not you when you don't when you're hungry. So. Hypoglycemia, the blood sugar crashes, your mood crashes, anxiety goes with it, and it can mess up your day or even two. I've had a couple episodes, and perhaps you have too, but if you're an ultrasound empath and have had that, please know that hypoglycemia is very, very common for ultrasensitive empaths because we burn through nutrients and proteins so quickly and we don't realize it. So becoming hypoglycemic along with candida on board, overgrowth, you've got a recipe for hypoglycemia. It's very uncomfortable. It can be easily fixed. It is. And you know, I always have something in my bag because I've been known to have hypoglycemia drop quickly, like out of the blue. So I know that I have something with me all the time that even if it's a, a stick of gum to just like pull you up and get your sugar leveled out, it will wipe you out. I'm sorry. That's exactly correct. Keep something in your on your person to help you. Even if it's the Snickers bar, it's fine. That'll temporarily put you back where you need to be. And then you just increase your protein intake and increase your protein frequency of intake. So every three to four hours, a small bit of protein, nuts and seeds, a turkey meatball, even if you have to microwave it, have it handy because it's the frequency of protein that helps balance and buffer that hypoglycemia. Does an extra sensitive individual need more food than the, let's say, average person? I, do they need to consume more? I know protein's a big one, but in, con- in, in amount, like um, eat more often or more? Not to the exact word, not necessarily. They need to have enough. So a lot of people are afraid of gaining weight, especially women, but also men. And so we worry about the consumption, the meal size. Eat to satisfaction and not beyond that. And don't worry about your calories if you're meta- and your weight because that can be corrected. Once we correct your metabolism, your thyroid, your adrenals, and your liver, your metabolism will work much better than it is right now, and you won't have to worry about that. That doesn't mean you shouldn't uh, eat correctly. Avoid junk food, fast food whenever possible. Eat correctly, and your weight will be what it's supposed to be, less than you think. So. Perfect. You have a story about a soldier who would not hold his son could you talk to us about that? 
Yeah, this was early on. I had the health food stores and somebody referred this gentleman from the VA here in Albuquerque. He came in, a very nice gentleman, probably in his early 30s. And he came in, he could barely walk in the door. And I sat him down in the seat next to me and we spoke a bit about his history. And uh, he was complaining that he had no strength whatsoever. He fact, And what was bothering him the most about that is he didn't have enough strength to hold his three-year-old child. He couldn't pick him up and hold him and love him. He just didn't have anything. So after going through his history and doing a, doing a reading on him, it turns out that uh, he was radiation toxic. He was EMF toxic because on his bunk in the submarine, his bunk was right above the nuclear reactor. Yeah, so what had happened, he'd become, of course, uh, radiation toxic. So we did a detoxification program with him, oral, all oral, pretty straightforward. And about uh, 45 days later, he came in to me, bubbling in, bringing his son, <laughs> and he was holding him. And, you know, that was the one that, that was a big turning point when I said, okay, we're going to do more of this. I'm going to do more of this. But he was able to carry his son happily uh, out of the walk-in easily and carry his family in his arms. And that was a you know game changer for me. I have to tell you, that's, that's a hard woman. I, can, I know that when you see success stories like this, when you see the, the great shift, as I'll refer to it, how it makes you want to do more of it, because you just know that there are more people who need so much more help. Yeah. Speaking want- of, go ahead. Say, let, uh, my goal to reach as many people as I can. I can't get everybody and not everybody needs it. But when they do, whatever spirit gives me, I'll, I'll do my best to reach out. Perfect. I, I love that. So let's talk about living a happy and fulfilling life. What are your tips? Ah, I think we talked about a few of them. Number one, eat properly. Nour- this is very important. Nourish yourself. I'm going to why, you know. De- you're dehydrated. Most everybody out there is not drinking enough fluids. Drink more fluids, about half your body weight in ounces of water or other fluids that are healthy. Coconut like water. herbal tea, decaffeinated herbal tea would work? You tolerate them, you're not allergic to the herb, yeah. Uh, coconut water is a great one if you're not allergic to coconut. So it's a great uh, great replenishment wow. of coconut water. So plenty. do hydrate yourself. Most people are dehydrated. Here's one for you, though, and this makes people, when I do my, my workshops, I bring this one up and people squirm a little bit. So be prepared to squirm just a little bit here and it's okay because it's going to help fix. And that is to fix or clear. You want to make yourself a happy life? It's not just happy wife. It's about making sure that your relationships are working. And if they're not, I just say fix or clear. If you can fix it, fix it. If you can't, clear it. Now, that's easy for me to say. I've been through my share. We all have. But the meter is running, people. If you want to be happy and you're not happy in a relationship, whether it be a work relationship, a, a job relationship, a business partnership, or fake friends. We have a lot of us with favorite. Fake friends. Make changes. We don't have time to waste. You've got important work to do. So clear, fix or clear all unhealthy relationships. You'll feel better. You'll live better. Um, Protect yourself from environmental toxins. All, we've talked about many of them today, but there are many others. Uh, get yourself detoxified uh, with the help of a holistic practitioner who can help clear heavy metals, lime, mold, etc. And you're going to, and candida, of course, big C there. Uh, that will make you, help you feel better. Really, we are here. Just take joy in knowing that you came here at this particular time to do something very important, to reach people, to help people. Remember, we are coded to help. Ultra-sensitive empaths are coded to help. So please, help. And one of the last things we want to talk about is how you're not alone. It is so true, Marla. 
you know, when I first realized what was going on in my life, and I have a story or two in my book, um, there was nowhere to turn. I had no idea other people were feeling this way. But you're not alone. You know, it does feel like you're on Gilligan's Island or some remote island lost alone as an outcast. But you know what? You're not. There are millions of other people feeling exactly the way you do. There are. They just don't talk about it. They're afraid to talk about it. They don't want people judging them. They don't want people, they don't want to lose their job. They don't want to lose their status in some celebrity, political, wherever they may be doing. Because recall that ultra-sensitive empaths are everywhere, all around us. Check. You're going to start looking at them and noticing them now after this program. They're everywhere. You can't tell by looking. You can tell by feeling. So we're not alone. Uh, there are people like me. There's people like Marla who are doing her beautiful job to spread the message, the word that, hey, there is hope. It's not just hope. We've come here for this. It's a blessing. And you're not alone. And the, I can, uh, if you don't mind me adding on to this before I do my close, know that kindness, be kind to people because you don't know what they're going through. You can't walk in their shoes. You don't know who they are, what they're going through and have some compassion because you would like that compassion if you were in that situation as well. So instead of going around either defensive or with a chip on your shoulder, extend kindness, extend compassion because Everyone needs it. It's so important. What a great message, Marla. Great. Yeah. Uh, reach out to people. Talk. S- start taking some risks. Get out there. Connect with people. Commune with people. And when you, find, when you feel it's time to be comfortable enough to talk, let people know how you're feeling. You'll begin to realize you are definitely not alone. And we're going to end the show with that. Thank you so much, Dr. Emil Faith, for coming on the show, sharing your messages, which are so powerful and really so important for everybody to try to embrace and incorporate in their life the best way they can. I'm not dictating. I'm just suggesting. And I also would suggest you check out Dr. Emil Faith's website at healingwizards.com. He also has a Facebook profile. You can find him there. He's on LinkedIn. Um, are you on Instagram and Twitter as well? I am. I'm not super active on that, but I'll, I'll find you or you'll find me. I find Dr. Emil Faith. Um, thank you so much. So grateful that you were on the show. I just have loved this conversation. I want to thank everyone at Voice America for all you do for me, getting the show up and running and all your expertise. Matt, you're incredible. To Bridget, my assistant, you're my right arm, my left arm. So grateful for you each and every day because you definitely keep me on course. I want to thank you, the listening audience, for taking the time out of your life to be a part of the show. Whether you're uh, listening to, to just one segment or the whole show, I am just grateful for whatever time you take to focus on it. And I hope you glean away information that will help you shift your life in whatever capacity it needs to shift or you want it to shift, more importantly. And check out my website to see how I can help you at Marla Goldberg with 2Rs.com. And until next week, as always, I send you love, I send you blessings, and I send you gratitude. I love you, and I am so grateful that you're in my life in whatever capacity you are. Have the most incredible week, and I'll see you next week. Take care.